What's up, everyone? This is Brian Ward, host of the Data Podcast, the podcast show for dads, about dads, being dads. I'm super excited that you're here and for the guests that I have on the show today. But before we get to the interview, if you have not yet subscribed to my show, please make sure you smash that subscribe button so you don't miss a single episode. Also, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel as well. The link is in the show notes. Now, let's get on with the show. Welcome to another episode of Dad Up, everyone. Thank you guys very much for joining me today. I'm excited for the guest that I have on. Uh, he's a Super Bowl champion and, and he plays in the NFL. And I'm really excited that he's taken time out of his busy schedule to uh, share about his dad experiences with us. Uh, but Tavon Wilson, thank you very much for joining me on Dad Up today, brother. Thank you, Brian. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, tilt that phone just a little bit more. I want to get your, make sure I get your face in there or, or the computer. Uh, now, no, you got it there. Yeah, a little bit. There you go. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Let's start from the very beginning. I want to know a little bit about uh, Tavon, a little bit about your history, kind of how you grew up and uh, how you got into football and how that journey all started. All right. Um, I'm Tavon Wilson. I grew up in the inner city of Washington, D.C. I was raised by both of my grandparents, um, my dad's parents and my mom's parents. Um, unfortunately, both of my parents passed away uh, when I was young. Um, my mom passed away when I was 12, dad being at one, uh, at the age of one. I have uh, one sister, um, have uh, a niece, a uh, whole lot of family. Um, and how I got into football was, uh, you know, it was really through the game of like, you know, through my cousin, Antonio. Um, he was a, one of my older cousins, and um, he really introduced me to the game of football at a young age, and um, I just fell in love with it. And, um, you know, I used to always, you know, love to play the game because it made my mom proud. You know, I started playing when I was nine, so, um, you know, I could hear her screaming when I used to make touchdowns and stuff like that. So um, it always started out, you know, for making my mom proud. And, um, you know, from the day um, – that my mom passed away, you know, I kind of vowed to, you know, do everything that, you know, try to make her proud and, you know, so she could still be able to look down on me and be proud of what the things I was doing. So, um, you know, my grandfather coached football, my uncle coached football. Um, it was kind of a football family. Um, all of us, you know, all my cousins and everybody played football. So, um, you know, Saturdays and Sundays were really busy, you know, in our household. And, um, you know, we loved it. You know, um, I'm grateful for, you know, all the support system that I've had, um, you know, along the way to be able to, you know, accomplish this big goal um, because it was, you know, a major goal, you know, for myself. Oh, that's very cool. Now, you played in uh, high school? Oh, uh, yes, for sure. I went to high school at H.D. Uh, Wilson High School. Um, you know, I would say, you know, one of the best high schools. Uh, you know, we had a lot of good players, you know, Byron Leftwich, Orlando Brown. Um, you know, even, you know, a lot more players than that, you know, not even just NFL guys, um, all the slow guys, you know, Kenneth Crawley, um, a lot of guys, you know, come to that school. So, um, you know, I had an opportunity to play with a lot of great players and, you know, they, you know, there was a part of this journey as well. You know I mean? I'm thankful for all the teammates that I've ever had, um, you know, everybody that, you know, teachers, you know, everything, because you know, I've always come across people and you know, I've always tried to learn to take something away from some, you know, when you meet someone and, um, I feel like I've done that along the way. Mm, that's awesome. Now, when you were in high school, did you uh, get a, a scholarship to play in college? Yes, I did. I went on to play college at the University of Illinois. Um, you know, I loved Illinois. You know, I felt like Illinois was the best place for me. 
Um, growing up in the inner city of Washington, D.C., uh, shoot, I had many, you know, opportunities to go and visit, you know, places like that. So um, when I had the opportunity to go up there, it just felt like home. You know, it felt like, you know, family atmosphere. It felt like what I needed at the time. And um, it was great. Um, it was a great experience. Um, we didn't win as much as I would like, but, uh, you know, it was, a, it was a great experience. And a whole bunch of God, that, you know, that are my brothers today. Um, that we still, uh, you know, keep in contact and make sure, you know, we're checking on each other, kids and everything like that. And um, fast forward to, you know, getting drafted by the Patriots. Um, you know, that was a wild experience, you know, to, you know, <laughs> not to be, not really to get the opportunity to go to the, uh, the NFL combine, you know, when I thought I deserved it and um, not being able to uh, showcase my talent there, but, I mean, it, it was what it was, and, you know, I'm grateful for, you know, the blessing that's been uh, upon me because, um, you know, I didn't have to go to, you know, the combine and, uh, you know, deal with all the crap that those guys had to deal with there. And, you know, still was uh, blessed enough to be able to be drafted in the second round, too. Um, a great organization. Um, I learned a lot about myself, you know, during that time. Um, and, uh, yeah, just, just learned a whole bunch, you know, about myself during that time. Um, it was, uh, it was a fun experience, but it was a learning experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, for you, uh, not going through the combine and still being drafted, especially in the second round, uh, is a testament to the skills and the type of player you are. Uh, obviously the Patriots saw something in you, uh, and they made a wise decision. So, uh, congratulations on that for sure. Uh, I appreciate that. Yeah. Now thinking back to your, you know, football career could be, you know, the NFL could be, uh, I don't know, high school. Um, what's the, what's your favorite memory? Um, I mean, it's so many, you know, memories, you know what I mean? And, you know, the easy one will obviously be the Super Bowl. Um, yeah. But um, it's just, uh, you know, my favorite memories is just the memories with the guys, you know what I mean? Like the, you know, having, you know, you know, starting out one way and then having to overcome adversity to win games and, you know, those are the memories that I really remember about football, uh, you know, just kind of the process about it. You know what I mean? Like, um, I feel like that's what the game is all about. You know what I mean? I feel like the game teaches you so much about life. And, um, you know, I've taken so much away from it um, from a whole different perspective. Like, it's easy, you know, to enjoy the Super Bowl, but um, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's joy in the journey and the process as well. Yeah. No, that's cool. Uh, and obviously the Super Bowl would be probably what would come to mind first, but uh, because that is a, a, that is a great experience and a great accomplishment, but uh, you're right. I mean, I've coached a lot of sports in my years. I've got 20 years of coaching under my belt, uh, even all the way up through high school. Uh, and I coached uh, mainly basketball, uh, but, but a lot, a lot of baseball as well. Um, and, you know, one of the greatest memories I have as a coach is just being able to, um, you know, be a role model to these young men uh, that are growing up and in some cases don't have a dad or don't have parents that can be involved in what they're doing, but just being a role model to them. So um, the fact that you have these memories with all these men, including the players and the coaches uh, is great. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, for sure. Yeah. What about your uh, kids? How many kids you got? What are their ages? I got two boys, TJ and Tyler. Uh, TJ's birthday is actually today. Uh, oh, cool. Well, happy birthday. Yeah, he's turned, he turned nine and Tyler's six years old. So 
Um, those are my those are my little buddies right there, my little homies, um, my best friends. Um, you know, everything I do is for them. You know, they make me you know want to be better for for them. You know, what I mean, yeah. uh, they look at me and think that you know, dad is their hero, but you know, truly, they're my heroes. You know, what I mean, like they really saved my life and um, you know made me want more for myself. So um, I love spending time with them. I love being their dad. Uh, it's a joy. It truly is. Yeah. I always talk about, you know, uh, when I talk to guys that are not dads, I tell them, you, you don't know what it's like to be, you don't know the love that you have for a child until you become a dad. And there's for you know, sure. that, that magical love that happens between a father and a son or daughter uh, that you can just can't explain it to anybody that doesn't have kids. Um, it's just, a, right. it's just a blessing. So uh, that's cool. Um, well, good. I'm glad. Uh, let me ask you this, you know, kind of diving into, kind of parenting and not only parenting, but also, you know, trying to parent through a challenging career. What has, what, what's the most challenging part of being a parent and a professional athlete? I think uh, the balance part of it. Um, I think, you know, um, you know, you have a job to do that, you know, a job that's going to provide for your family. And then, you know, you have, you know, living human beings at home that you got to take care of and support and be there for. And sometimes those things get conflicted and um, it's not easy. It's not easy on them. It's not easy on you. Um, but you got to kind of, you know, learn to deal with it as a family and, you know, address it the best way you can. And obviously you got to have a great support system. Um, you know, I have, my wife is, you know, fantastic at, you know, being a buffer for me and, Know, helping me through any situations and you know her parents and you know my grandmother and you know all of our different families you know what I mean it's kind of a whole hands-on deck thing um but it's definitely a challenge um I say um one of the main things is moving you know for the kids mm -hmm. you know, I mean my kids have lived with me you know uh my entire career so um that that hasn't changed so you know that means they have to change schools and you know, they have to make new friends and sometimes that's tough you know what I mean? So, um, but, you know, they're great about it. And they, I mean, they honestly look forward to it. They learned to love it. And um, at first, when they were younger, it was a little tough, but um, they understand also that, you know, this is only temporary and um, we, we can enjoy these things for, you know, right now. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And you're right. I mean, it, it takes a village uh, to raise kids, as they say, it takes a village. And the fact that you have all that support system very similar to my family. My wife's got, you know, her entire family is around us and has been around us for years. So we've had that kind of that similar support system. But the fact that you're having to travel a lot, it's, you know, it's, it's nice to be able to, uh, to have a spouse with you that can take care of things when you're not there. But uh, we also have, obviously, the use of technology where you can get on a, you know, a FaceTime with them or a right, video sure. call with them. So you'll be able to enjoy some time with them, even if you have to travel. Um, so I, I'm sure that can be tough, but uh, it's doable. Um, and I'm sure the kids understand that as well, because you're right. It's, this is a career that you've committed to and something that, you know, a way for you to provide for the family. And, um, and obviously they would understand that. Now, do your boys play football? Uh, no, they don't play contact football yet. Uh, I think my oldest one, TJ, wants to play this year. But um, if TJ plays basketball. He's played flag football. Um, Tyler's played run track flag football uh and baseball so they do a variety of different things you know what i mean like i'm not throwing the football out there and saying hey you know let's go play football like that 
you know what I mean? But, uh, you know, I'm just giving them options, you know what I mean? Like, I want to support them in any way possible, uh, whether it's sports or, you know, they want to be a doctor or a lawyer or whatever they want to be, you know what I mean? Like, I just want to be um, be there as support and, you know, to guide them in a way that, um, you know, that I wish I had, you know what I mean? And, you know, ultimately that, you know, I just want to be there for them. Yeah, so so you're not, uh, I mean, are you hoping that they get into football to maybe follow in your footsteps? Or, I mean, it sounds like you're pretty supportive in whatever it is that they're interested in. Not at all. I'd be fine if they never even picked up a helmet and play. Um, yeah. I mean, that's my thing. And that was, you know, what I wanted to do for myself and, you know, with my life. I have no problem with supporting them with whatever they want to do. I mean, I feel like that's what parents do. Um, it's not like no blueprint to be like, hey, you know, this is what I did, you have to do. Um, maybe if it's a family business or something like that, you want to pass down to them or something. But, um, you know, I'm not going to tell them they have to go out there to hit people if they don't want to or play football. If they want to, great. Yeah, that's one thing I know how to do, and I can really teach them a whole bunch of stuff. It'll be easy. But, uh, I mean, life's a challenge, so, you know, being a dad will be too. Yeah. Oh, I get that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm exactly the same way. I wanted my boys to do whatever it is they want to do in their lives. And, and obviously, I'll guide them and support them and try to lead them in the right direction, you know, especially if they have questions or things like that on what it is that they should do. But uh, I want them to choose their own life and make their own decisions and, and go the career path that they really feel would make them happy. So um, very cool. I, there's a big question out there that, uh, you know, a lot of parents struggle with. Um, and it's a question that I think is appropriate for you being in the profession that you're in. And it's, and it's the question of how safe is football for my kids? And I know for us, my boys played flag football. They never played, um, they, they never played tackle football. Uh, my wife and I really didn't, weren't really sure about the safety um, side of things as far as how, you know, with concussions and things like that. So I never really wanted my kids to get into uh, to football, um, contact football, uh, but there are parents that want their kids to play or their kids want to play and are okay with it. So my question is, what advice would you give to parents that may have a concern about safety for their kids playing uh, contact football? You gotta make sure you look into the coach and who's teaching them. Um, I think, you know, everything goes back to teaching and trying to show them the right way to play. I mean, obviously the game has been played, you know, since the beginning of time. So it's obviously a right way to play. Um, so I feel like sometimes, you know, the kids are not being taught the correct way to play. And it just creates bad habits at a young age. And um, so I just say just look into, you know, the, who will be coaching your kid and, you know, kind of watch and observe them. Um, you can't just – everybody don't know how to coach football. And um, everybody um, not a word that they don't know how to coach football either. So um, you got to try to, you know, do your homework and research that – um, give you the information that you need to try to learn about the game if that's what you want to do for your child. Mm, that's great. Um, and I have heard that. I've talked to other, uh, you know, football players and they've, they've said the same thing, you know, that not only has um, football been around a long time, but the game of football has changed so much. And the safety gear that you guys have to wear has improved over the years tremendously. So um, that's one thing to keep in mind. But yes, on the flip side of things, um, making sure that you understand the type of environment that your kids are playing in if they start playing at a very young age. Is there a specific age that you recommend players or kids play contact football? Because I know some, some people have a kind of a different opinion on that. 
Um, I think it all depends on kid to kid. I think um, I think size matters. I think maturity matters. I think a lot matters. Um, I I mean I didn't you know I don't think I'm not against them. Pl- I mean like six seven. No, nah, I'm that's, I'm not really for that. You get them around in the eight range, then you know they'd be old enough to kind of decide what they want to do. You can give them opportunity, to, you know, to choose. You know what I mean? So yeah. Yeah, I, and some, I, people, know, I, some people like later. I mean, some people like middle school. I mean, because uh, it just gives them a little more time, you know. But yeah, I've yeah. I, I, I've heard I've heard that, and I've heard heard because of the because of the safety gear that they have and stuff. That and as long as they're taught right, especially how to tackle, I hear that's a big thing. Learning how to tackle the right way um, is a big thing. Uh, I've, I've heard that, you know, high school age is probably the appropriate age, but I guess it depends on the kid, like you said, on the, the size of the player. And I mean, I feel like, you know, when you get to high school, that's kind of too late. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, sometimes, uh, you know, kids have been playing since they've been 11, 12 years old. And, you know, it's like riding a bike. You know what I mean? If you don't get on a bike and try to ride it, you're never going to take the training wheels off. So, um, you got to get out there and play at some point. I mean, some people has played in high, have I mean, played in high school and have done special things. You know, what I mean, I'm not, I'm not discounting that either. But um, I mean, in this day and age, you know, with kids getting trainers and all those different things, I mean, it's making it tough. Yeah, no, I get that. Um, now, as a as a football player, you have a tremendous work ethic. I mean, your work ethic has to be on point uh, in order for you to not only stay on the team that you're on or potentially get on a team that you need to get on or want to get on. Um, for you, how do you raise your kids to have the work ethic that you have? Um, I think I think you got to try to instill it in different ways. I mean, you got to think, you know, my kids ain't grow up. You know what I mean? Like I did, you know what I'm saying? They had different things and I did so. Um, we try, we try to you know facilitate it different ways around the house and make them earn different things and let them uh, you know understand that things doesn't come easy um, because you know everybody got to put in hard work you know at some point in their lives and um, you know we, we we try to you know just teach them that. Yeah, I, I think uh, one of the things that I talk to a lot of dads about is more is caught than taught, and uh, you through you do that through leading by example, right? And I think just the fact that you showing your kids what it means to be a professional athlete through your work ethic and the things that you're doing um, is, is really instilling them, instilling in them the work ethic that they need in order to be successful in anything that they do in life. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I think, I think you know, my kids see me work hard at everything. You know what I mean? Not just at being a professional athlete. Like, my kids see me work hard at being their dad. My kids see me work hard at being a husband. My kids see me work hard, you know, in some of the businesses that I have, you know what I mean? So um, I just try to make sure that I'm an a example, a, a great example for them all the time. Am I perfect? No, I'm not. But I think, you know, if they can see, you know, me giving my best effort all the time, then it will encourage them to kind of give theirs. And, it, and that goes for my wife as well. You know what I mean? Like, um, it's not just me, you know, she, she, you know, um, we're, we're their first teachers at home and we just try to teach the right way and show them, you know, the right way. Yeah, no, I get that. I get that. That's awesome. Um, let me ask you this. It, uh, I know in sports, there may be times when our kids try out a new sport and maybe 
partway through the sport, they decide they don't like it. They want to quit. Now, for me as a parent, that was a firm no in my household. If you started something, you finished it. That may, that may be different for you. It may be different for other parents. But in my household, if you want to play a sport, that's great. But we're going to stick this season out. I had an example with my older son. He was playing, um, he was playing soccer and he didn't like it. He got, I think, two games in and hated it. He was actually a pretty good soccer player. He was goalie and he was actually pretty good, but he didn't like it. Uh, and I told him, that's fine. You don't have to play anymore, but you're going to stick this season out. And he, and he understood because he knew the rule. He understood. So teaching them not to quit on things, giving them an, a, an opportunity to, uh, to learn what they're doing. Um, for you, how does, it, how does it work in your household as a parent? If you had one of your sons wants to try football and then decides he doesn't want to play, are you okay with him putting it aside in the middle of the season? Or are you all about him finishing the season at least? Uh, he most definitely, he most definitely going to finish. I mean, because, I mean, you can't just sign up for things and just pull out of them when you want to. I mean, sometimes right. it's, it's the whole thing of how it's not going their way too, right? It might not, they did not don't like the sports that, you know, they ain't getting the ball enough or they ain't doing this or they ain't doing that. <laughs> um, you know, we deal with that too. So, um, you know, we I, you try to use those moments to encourage, you know what I mean? Like it's not, you know, uh, for me, it's not so much of a firm though. It's like, all right, man, why you want to quit? All right, why you want to do this? Why you want to do that? It's more of a conversation rather than, you know, me trying to kind of coach him through it. You know, that's kind of, you know, my opportunity to be their dad and be there for him. You know what I mean? And let them know, you know, through some of my ups and downs, like, you know, that happens to me. Like, you know, my career hasn't been perfect. It's been times where, you know, I had to, you know, uh, sit down and not play as much or things like that. I mean, I can't quit. So um, you try to use those moments as encouraging moments. Those are fun moments to me. Uh, you know, I get excited about those. Yeah, I agree with you. It's one of those things where, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're part of the team. You're part of a program. You're part of a group of guys or a group of girls, whatever the case may be. Uh, but you've committed to something and it's not just about you. It's about the team. So whether you're sitting on the bench or whether you're playing, if you don't want to play anymore, that's not a decision you can make right at this moment because you've committed to this. You made this commitment. And that's one of the things that I've taught my boys because it teaches them those, those valuable lessons of, hey, we don't just quit on things. We try to learn things and we try to grow from it. And if it's something that you don't want to do at the end of the season, then it's okay. We can move on. But until then, you're going to finish it out. So uh, that's awesome. Um, what about, uh, you know, I think about kids these days, every, every kid that I've talked to and every kid that I've coached wants to play professional sport, whatever it is that I'm coaching, whether it was baseball or basketball, they want to be a professional baseball player or a professional basketball player or football player. What advice would you give to parents that have kids that just want to aspire to be a professional athlete? Um, I think um, I'll say support them. I think, um, you know, you got to give your kid, you know, everything possible to succeed. You know what I mean? Like, um, I don't, I, no one at, you know, 11 or 12 years old, when I was 11 or 12 years old could tell me that I wasn't going to the NFL. Was it a far reach goal? Yeah. But, um, you know, that was my goal. So, um, you know, I'll tell the parents don't shoot down their dreams, you know, sort support them in whatever, you know, that they want to do, but also support them with, you know, if those things don't happen, you know what I mean? Like that's, um, that's important as well. It's been, you know, um, when people decide, you know, that they want to do something, uh, 
you know, great and it doesn't happen. You know, sometimes it doesn't, you know, they have the people around them support them after it. So um, I just say just support them through, you know, whatever, you know, whatever their little hearts desire. Yeah, support is a huge, um, a huge turning point for kids. If they have their parent support and whatever it is they're doing, it doesn't have to be professional sports, but if they have their parent support and whatever it is they do, uh, they're going to be much more, much better off. Um, exactly. So yeah, so that's good. Um, how can parents, I know that uh, you had a camp recently, correct? Yes. Okay. Is there a way that parents can get involved in that or try to, um, how can they go about doing that? As far as, you know, so if they want their, if they want their kids to, to be involved the next time you have a camp or something like that. I'll just sign up, you know, all my camps are free. You know what I mean? Like I'm just trying to, you know, give back to what, uh, in a way that I see fit for, you know, our, you know, our youth, just doing the things that I believe that, you know, if I was, you know, those kids, I would want done for me. So um, my, all my camps are free. It'll be at, you know, my high school next year, once a year. I'm trying to make it better than this year. You know, every year just trying to grow and trying to make, you know, make change and, you know, give people a little something uh, to take home with. No, oh, that's cool. That's very cool. Uh, if my listeners wanted to look you up, learn a little bit more about you, obviously they could Google who you are, but uh, if they want to learn a little bit more about you, what's the best place for them to do that? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Tavon Wilson. Awesome. Well, listen, Tavon, thank you very much for joining me today. I appreciate it. Uh, I know you've been busy. Uh, we've kind of uh, had to reschedule a few times, but that's okay. Uh, but thank you very much for joining me on Data today. I really appreciate it. Uh, thanks, Brian. Thanks for having me. This has been another episode of Data Up, everyone. Thank you guys very much for joining me. Thank you again to my good friend, Tavon Wilson, uh, for joining me on Data Up and sharing his data experiences. Make sure you guys are checking out what he's doing. Uh, you can find him on Instagram. All the things that he's doing actively are on there. So make sure you guys are checking him out there. And then also don't forget to leave a rating or a review on the episode. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel. That would be awesome. But uh, I look forward to seeing you all on the next episode of Data. Thanks so much for listening to the episode. Make sure you guys subscribe to my podcast and YouTube channel. And please do me a favor, leave a rating and a review. Would love to hear from you and see what you think of the show. Stay tuned for more exciting episodes each week. Until next time, thank you for listening to the Data Podcast. Mm-hmm.